Welcome to the Together for Good podcast, a podcast specifically designed to inspire, challenge, and uplift you during your daily walk of faith. Happy Ash Wednesday, everyone. I think that's the right greeting. Blessed Ash Wednesday, I suppose, might be better. Uh, This isn't necessarily a happy day. It's a contemplative day when we consider our own human frailty and we begin that Lenten journey of confession and repentance and self-denial. Important themes for us, but also hard themes for us to encounter. As part of this, we don't usually post a podcast on Wednesdays, but I wanted to share this one with you. I'm actually reposting for you a poem that I wrote a while back, uh, and I posted this poem last Ash Wednesday and got some really good feedback. So thought some of you might want to hear it again. Others may have never heard it before, so also a good reason to share it here today. Uh, But this is a poem I wrote that's based on Genesis chapter 3, which is that story of Adam and Eve and the fall of humanity, as we say. And yeah, that's a theme that we encounter a decent amount during Lent as we consider our fallen human sinful nature. Uh, Additionally, there's some fun reflections about my son. It's a really creative, different way probably of looking at the scripture. So I hope you enjoy it. Trying something different out. uh, I wanted to share it with you all. Here it is, a poem called The Fall about Ash Wednesday, Lent, and the human condition. This is called The Fall, a poem for Lent. My two-year-old son will routinely start his requests by shouting, I am, I am, I am, and then he'll drop in an adjective. I am thirsty, or a verb. I am running, or a noun. I am a dragon. It's like a drum roll, percussively preparing us for the articulation of his situation. Is Lent? Just a similar introduction? A 40-day drum roll that culminates with a plea? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? As the snare drum rattles and crescendos towards its pronouncement, what are we to do? We are invited to make our own announcements. I am broken. I am a sinner. I am dust. Though our statement is personal, we do not march alone. The beat of these 40 days gathers us together so that we can discover how badly we need each other. We begin by marking our foreheads with a smudge of death. And we publicly admit that we cannot see the log in our own eye or the decay in our own soul. We cannot see the blood on our own hands or the dust and ashes resting on our forehead. It's hard these days to have a grasp on our own deficiencies. We are taught that our condition is godly. Thanks to social media and the NSA, secrets are just something for Victoria. Thanks to smartphones and Google, we're all but omniscient. If your typing is proficient and your income sufficient, then you can be your own efficient and say to yourself, I am reminiscent of ancient royalty. I have all the answers. I've got money and power, convenience and security. There seems to be this idea that we have become gods that we can live by facts that are beyond truth, that we can own sacred land that rightfully belongs to a different group, that we can somehow possess our soul by adding to our possessions. This is a spiritual condition. 
an epidemic of malnutrition. We've been fed scripts that say we must rob and raid and ravage and ransack and desecrate and devastate and devour. And then finally, if we eat that last piece of edible fruit, then we will become like God. We have mistaken the finite for the infinite. If our existence was a cliche scene of youth, it would be of my son shouting, I am, I am, I am a superhero as he jumps spread eagle onto his bed. But he isn't a superhero at all. He's not omniscient or infinite or able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. He can't even leap over the sheets. And I know that one day he'll have to discover that the only appropriate end to his drum roll is I am, I am, I am, I am dust. That day will be painful and shameful. And it will make him question everything that he once thought was true about his life. I am, I am, I am a superhero, he'll shout as he steps boldly into seventh grade, only to trip on whatever security blanket he's still carrying. And the greedy mob eager to divert their own sense of impending death, will pounce and grind his sense of self-worth into dust. At least, that's one way it could happen. The fall will find us all eventually. And at that moment, our eyes become opened and we see the good and evil in a world we thought we knew. Like a subtle knife, we are severed from all the pretty little gardens we once treasured and all the friendly, peaceful animals we once shepherded and we are leveled by shame and despair and the new knowledge that we have been completely unaware of our very essence. I am dust. But in this tragic discovery also lives the recovery of a seed dying to be sown a secret that we all must know, but that only failure can show. The only way to be truly human is to give up trying to be God. And though we are finite, we are not without the divine light. Because there has been a spark of the infinite within us since we were infants. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Will never be our plea. Because the ashes on our forehead take the same shape as the waters of our baptism. And even though we will all utter the fall's bitter refrain, I am dust, I am dust, I am dust, we do not stutter. For in that same moment, we also speak God's name. I am I am, I am.